as I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my house being kind of boring, but I was also just laughing out loud in this big house all by myself. So I thought I would share a few things from this trip to Israel. Welcome to today's adventure. I'm your host, MC Starbuck. And once a week on Sundays, I share a longer adventure from my life like this one. You'll hear stories from the trip, who I went with, what I didn't expect, funny things that happened, and favorite things or places that just might help you plan your next adventure. These episodes get a little longer than my typical ones as I take a trip down memory lane. The first highlight I have written down from this trip to Israel is eating and walking around the airport with a couple of the people on the trip. And... Let me see. Hayden ran into a pole, apparently. That was funny. Uh, or the highlight. <laughs> uh, and some guy from Berlin gave him a keychain and pen because they were trying to recruit people to go. So Hayden was like, now I can tell my mom we had a layover in Berlin. And then my new highlight for that day <laughs> was walking on the huge rocks by the Mediterranean Sea at sunset while the water splashed on them. Oh my goodness, I remember this and this was one of my favorite moments. It was so beautiful. We went to Pontius Pilate's personal palace area. Wow, I didn't, I don't think I tried to do that alliteration. Uh, <laughs> but I said, I'd want to live there. The water was beautiful. And I didn't realize we would be on the beach most of the time. Oh, okay. Normally I tell you a little more about the trip to begin with. So this was in 2010. I think the only trip I had done before that was to Africa, to Kenya and Uganda. And um, this was another trip with my college, but uh, some different people. So the highlight of this day, oh, and it was in July. It looks like mid-July um, for about 10 days, I believe. And so I said, uh, putting my feet in the Sea of Galilee was amazing. Um, and looking at all the huge, steep surrounding hills, I wanted to climb them so much and explore to get away and rest. <laughs> They're beautiful and have a great view. Okay, I'm going to tell this weird story just because... The part of it's funny, but the part that's funny is my error. So at last night's dinner, Jana asked if I work out. <laughs> she was like, your arms are toned. I contribute it to CFAT. <laughs> I meant attribute. I attribute it to CFAT. But instead it's like, oh, I contribute this. Here you go, CFAT. Here are my toned arms just for you. Oh, CFAT. Sorry, that's an... um an organization I volunteered at at the summer and so um it's like an outdoor place it is an adventure have I done an episode about that oh my goodness you like have houses around the world I thought about kind of writing a book about it or like setting a book there because that would be so cool anyway um like they have some houses made out of bamboo they have like huts and all sorts of different things it's so cool I love it and I miss it and it's just in Alabama like you wouldn't I don't know you wouldn't think 
The highlight of the next day was having a couple of men get in the elevator and they were both wearing shirts that said Kenya. So I said Jumbo <laughs> and one of them said Missouri, which I forgot what that means. Maybe how are you? But I just looked it up and I think it just means like pretty beautiful. I think it's just like a kind of like sometimes we'll say like darling or dear or whatever. I said that... uh Supper was amazing. I've hardly wanted to eat because I don't particularly enjoy most of what they serve here. And I actually really liked the food a lot better in Africa. Oh, I rode a camel. I forgot about that. It was basically just like around, uh, I don't know, just around the block, like not even that much. Um, just for a picture, basically, with Jerusalem in the background. I also wrote, it snows in Bethlehem. Um, <laughs> and so I said, I want to come back then because it's like in January or December, not in July when we went. Okay, apparently Hayden was so paranoid about the waiter not taking his plate because <laughs> it had his silverware on it and he didn't know where to get more. Oh, <laughs> I did not remember this. Um, so he took someone else's napkin because she was gone to get dessert and placed his silverware on that. And like clockwork, the waiter came and took his plate. And he later said, he's like a shark. Oh, and then Dr. Mann said to the waiter, you can take his silverware. <laughs> but another girl uh, on the trip was um, <laughs> was nice and told him not to. Uh, but then she got me to take it and hide it. Oh my goodness. Oh, my food's ready. Oh, and we didn't show him until he went and got a little fork somewhere. I don't know. But um, he was a good sport. I think he was like the youngest person on the trip. Then the one girl noticed her napkin was gone. And I don't know why that plays into this for sure. But then Hayden braced himself as if to get up. But he sat there for a second to say to us, don't let him. And I noticed a figure walking up behind him. <laughs> Take my plate. I'm going to get a plum. And then the hand of the waiter strategically escorts Hayden's plate off to be lost in the sea of dishes. <laughs> and the three of us just laughed so hard our abs hurt. And Hayden had tears just flowing down his face, and no one else thought it was funny except Dr. Mann, but he still didn't laugh. <laughs> oh, in Bethlehem, we saw a place that looked like Starbucks, but it was called Stars and Bucks. <laughs> oh my goodness, how could I forget? Uh, I didn't realize I wrote about the Holocaust Museum. <sighs> I said it was hard for many reasons, but we went in and our translator guide person, um, Peach is how he pronounced it, um, said that there were memorials for 20,000 families who helped those Jews, but there could be 20,000 more that no one knows about because they died with the people they were trying to help. And he said some people helped save thousands, even like 20,000, but others like the family I'm going to visit in Poland next week who hid my parents it's just two people teenagers well in their 20s so he tells us that and then we have to walk through this museum and read all about it when I'm like oh my goodness 
So it was just different for me being surrounded by so many Jewish people while I was learning that. Because, of course, you know, I've read about it and learned it before, which is still, you know, can make me cry. But I'm pretty sure I probably say write it in here, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, my cheeks were like water slides. They were so wet with tears. Like, oh, my gosh, I was so embarrassed because I was just like pouring tears in public. And I do not like to do that. Oh, apparently there was a video we watched of a woman telling how they'd hear the Nazi boots then knocking on the door, and her mom hid them in the closet and answered the door, and she asked them if she could grab her coat, and they heard him say yes, so she opened their closet and said, goodbye, go live with so-and-so. And then I wrote that it's also mind-blowing to think both of my grandfathers served in that war like that's what they were fighting okay but then the highlight of the day was floating in the dead sea which i'm gonna share a little more of but i also say that israel is almost torture because it has so much rock that it constantly makes you want to go rock climbing but you you can't (laughs) or at least we didn't I don't know. I'm like questioning if I should share this story, but I'm like, well, our guide uh, shared it with us. So he said that some people joke that all Jewish holidays are the same. Someone tries to kill us. We are saved. Let's eat. Okay, so the Dead Sea did not disappoint, except that it, uh, it, oh, it did have like an ugly buoy rope. That ruined the pictures. Ruined the pictures. <laughs> I'm so dramatic. And I wasn't even a photo like a whatever professional photographer back then. Um anyway. Uh we put mud on our arms and faces because it's like supposed to be really good for your skin or something. <laughs> um but I do remember my teacher growing up telling us about and well she was our pastor's wife too she was my teacher for a little while well a long while I guess anyway I remember her talking to us about floating on the dead sea and I thought she was exaggerating but I really could sit there hugging my knees and I'd be floating it was weird it was still not what I expected like I don't know even when I hear people talk about it I'm just like I don't know if you can imagine it because it's I don't know if I almost felt like I thought it was going to feel like I was like laying on a blanket, like on a bed, like on top of the water, I think is more of how I thought. But it's like you sink down in it a little. So it was more like sitting down into a swing or something. But anyway, I describe it more. Let me see. Sometimes the waves would make me lose my balance, which I didn't think about. Um, And it was it was really like sitting on a float. But there was no float. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, also, um, this was interesting, kind of, um, or just funny. I don't know. We were in the pool yesterday. Like it's it's so insignificant, but it's one of those things that I'm like, oh yeah, like things like this happen when you travel and you just don't think about it. And I don't. I would never think to tell someone about this. Like I do not even remember it, but. Since it's in the journal, I thought I could share it. But we were in the pool, and I noticed everyone backed away from us to the other side of the pool. 
And then we swam that way. And seriously, they all gravitated to the opposite side. So half the pool was the three of us. And the other half had about 20 people. But they did slowly blend back in with us. <laughs> um, so anyway... One of my best friends from high school had her baby while I was in Israel. Her first baby. And then in the Israeli airport bookstore, I realized for the first time that their books are backwards from ours. So I wanted to take my picture uh, <laughs> with one of them. So I was browsing to find one of the coolest covers and the bookstore worker said something to me in Hebrew, I guess. And I sort of froze and then said, uh, I'm just looking. <laughs> so then she switched to English and was like, oh, you're just looking. <laughs> also, that airport had like kind of like uh, metal cutouts of people against the wall. Like, oh, they're sitting at this little cafe table or oh there's a couple holding hands and walking and so I like took pictures with those like with me interacting with those people and like greeting them like um it was so fun they were like um people greeting each other like they haven't seen each other in so long like they're so happy to see each other it was so fun just being dramatic and taking fun pictures like that Ooh, out the window was a stunning red horizon. So we're going through security and they had warned us like, hold on, I don't think I wrote this, but I remember this where they had warned us like, do not, like, do not joke, do not mess with security when you're going through um, in Israel, like, take it seriously I'm like okay um and so uh in Israel this uh cute little strawberry blonde headed lady checked our passports and she asked us questions so that was nice compared to seeing these <laughs> men with like machine guns or whatever um and so she asked my birthday which I almost went blank on like geez but then she asked where I was born and so I lived my whole life in the same town but it's a small town with no hospital so I was actually born in a nearby city and so I like started to say the town where I'm from and then changed it to the city where I actually was born and uh, I guess she could tell <laughs> and later I was put in the line to have my baggage checked oh but I was glad she didn't open it and expose all my dirty clothes but she just asked if I'd had my suitcase with me all the time so I said yes, and then she got a sticker thing. Oh, so I said, except in my hotel. <gasps> in my <laughs> I said, except in my hotel room. And she was like, what? <laughs> I repeated it. And uh, anyway, she left the sticker on and was done with me. <laughs> so then we get to America. I'm, I'm over here trying to be like super truthful. Uh, then we get to America the Beautiful, and the guy at customs asked how long I was in Israel. <laughs> and when I said about 10 days, he said, 
So you're with this group and you only spent $82.50? And I was like, yes, I'm cheap. And he said, you said it, not me. Oh, I was wondering what flight this was. I think this is the one. Um, Maybe there was another one. I even wrote down his name, but it was the flight from Atlanta to Newark. And the flight attendant went over the intercom saying, we'll be in Atlanta in about two hours. So if Atlanta wasn't on your schedule, it is now. Anyway, I just loved that they were funny. I feel like they were saying, like joking around more than that, too. Okay, but listen. Okay, on this trip, we are like also told very seriously to stay together, stay together, which, you know, can stress me out as an introvert. But it was like, all right, I can understand. It's fine. It's only 10 days. But we're out it's shopping in the markets, like super crowded, and somehow me and one other girl get separated from everybody else. And I was freaking out because she was remember she wasn't remembering the same way as me. <laughs> and so my way would have been faster, but she wanted to do- go her way because that's what she remembered, which makes sense. But then when we went to ask people directions, they just tried to show us around their shop and we're asking where we're from. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sounds like I was mean, but we we kind of got in trouble for getting lost. And I'm like, um, I didn't mean to, but I, I told the other girl, I said, we don't have time to chat. And I said her name. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't remember being like that. Maybe I said it joking. We don't have time to chat. Oh, but this guy uh, had overheard us asking, so he was saying he might could help. And I said, I, I thought he was going to try to sell us something too, but he said, I like helping people. Let me show you on my map. And he really did help us and gave the right directions. Oh, wow. Man, I do not remember that. That's so nice. And then it, it made me actually want to buy something from him. <laughs> But, you know, I didn't because I only spent $82 and I had to get out of there fast. Oh, and here's a pro tip. He was even asking if we had a business card from the shop where we were supposed to meet at. And that's really smart. Remember to send in new headlines for our upcoming Wednesday episodes. If you don't know what I'm talking about... Go listen to the episode titled Making Headlines. I believe it aired mid-August. I almost forgot to tell y'all the best burger of my life. I'm pretty sure that's still true. I've had a lot of good burgers since then. But, uh, like I said, I didn't love the food. Um... I don't know, maybe I just ordered the wrong things, but so we went to McDonald's uh, in Israel and they had like one side that could serve dairy and one that served the meat. So the burger had no cheese on it, but it was still so good. Oh my goodness. I could not believe it. And I was so happy. And I felt kind of crazy for that. But I also learned that, like, McDonald's overseas is so 
different than here. So like my husband didn't want to go to the one in Norway, but I was like, Oh no, I want to, we didn't end up going, but he's just like, why would we go to McDonald's when we were in Norway? And I'm like, it's so cool. They have different menu items and yeah. So anyway, but now he's like bummed about it because we went to McDonald's in South Korea and maybe even somewhere else. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Even Hawaii had, like, some seafood uh, menu items. I was like, what? 